My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com. Entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builders Show, and with me in the studio is my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Hi, D.C. Hi, Marty. We will be your guides on this learning journey. The Business Builders Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio, which is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of business executives. You can learn more about us at www.csuitenetwork.com. And of course, you can listen to this show and a bunch of other great shows on csuiteradio.com. My special guest today is Tom Kemp. He is the CEO of Centrify. Hi, Tom. Hey, Marty. How's it going? It's going great. I'm thrilled you're here. Um, Folks, listen to this introduction and listen carefully because I think we have something vitally important for you, especially C-suite executives. So Tom Kemp is the co-founder and chief executive officer at Centrify. Under his leadership, the company has become one of the fastest growing security vendors in the industry with over 5,000 customers, including more than half of the Fortune 50. Prior to Centrify, Tom Kemp held various executive, technical, and marketing roles at NetIQ Corporation, CompuWare Corporation, Ecosystem Software, and Oracle Corporation. Tom Kemp was also an entrepreneur in residence at leading venture capital firm Mayfield. Tom uh, holds a bachelor degree, bachelor of science degree in computer science and history from the University of Michigan. My friends in Ann Arbor, right? Go blue. Go blue. <laughs> there you go. And Zingerman's Deli. That's what's really important. Oh, my favorite. It's um, awesome. My buddy uh, Ari Wines uh, uh, Ari Winesweg from uh, from from there. So okay, enough of that fooling around. You, um, your company, Centrify, uh, sponsored a survey, and it's fascinating. And I believe it was just released, like yesterday or something, just very recently, right? Yeah, absolutely. What What's the name of the study? What's it about? Let's start talking about it. You tell me what what the, who did the study and what the title is. You tell me. Yeah, sure. We we worked with a uh, research firm called Ponymon Institute, and the name of the report is the impact of data breaches on reputation and share value. And the reason why we did this report and sponsored it was that you know everyone knows that a security breach is bad news for a company. The the problem is, is that no one's really, really quantified the actual impact uh, of a security breach um, that can easily be translated and digested by someone at the C-level 
Uh, and so what we try to do is actually give people hard numbers in terms of impact on share price, impact on customer churn, impact on customer loyalty, and really be able to quantify that and be able to tell people this is what could happen and this is the average impact of a security breach uh, on a company. Okay, you got me hooked. Let's tell folks right away where they can access this. Is the best place to go to your website to access this study that we're going to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, centrify.com, C-E-N-T-R-I-F-Y.com, and just go ahead and uh, uh, download it from there. Yeah, I mean, the uh, second uh, part of the um, survey, it says a study of U.S. marketers, IT practitioners, and consumers. I believe that's what makes this pretty unique, is it not, Tom? Yeah, you know, it's a holistic view. What we did is we first uh, took a look and statistically analyzed the impact of uh, share price market cap on uh, on a set of public companies that have experienced a breach. Then we interviewed people inside those companies, the IT people, the marketers, the people that are most impacted or have to clean up a breach or the people responsible for stopping a breach to begin with. Then we interviewed consumers and talked to them about what, what do you think about the impact uh, of a breach when a company sends you a notification saying that their personal information was lost or so- stolen as a result of uh, a data breach as well. So yeah. it's, we're yeah. trying to take a 360 holistic view uh, of the impact both internally as well as externally as well as the share price uh, from a uh, shareholder perspective on a breach. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love the idea that you call it, describe it as a 360 view because sometimes these things can be one-sided. And and so, Tom, I I've, I read, not the, well, I read it pretty detailed there are some things that surprise me in here, to be honest with you. We're going we're to talk about them. So I want I want people to listen carefully. This is important stuff, so I want them listening carefully. So some of the key points is let's talk about the financial impact of a breach. So so talk to me about that. Yeah, what we found is, and this is actually very topical given this uh, ransomware yeah. uh, wor- worm that's going around. Yeah, and, really. and probably some of the your, your listeners of uh, their companies have, have, may have been hit by this. Yeah. But uh, if your company you know, has a data breach, uh, what we found is on average, your share price, your market cap is going to go down 5%. Mm. Uh, but even more concerning is that customer churn can increase up to to 7%. And then from there, what we found is is that about two-thirds of your customers have lost trust in your company, your brand, et cetera. And even more interesting, if a consumer is subsequently actually has something stolen, like their credit card information, and if they previously received a letter from your company saying that, hey, we had a data breach, they are going to blame you. It's guilt by association. Even though that subsequent credit card fraud had nothing to do with the breach that happened at your company, you're going to get dinged for that as well. Um, And so people are really conscious uh, uh, about blaming companies for breaches these days. Under the category of financial impact in this study, um, you talk about what you call a or the report calls a strong security posture. What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, 
it turns out that um, we dug a little bit deeper in terms of these companies that have had breaches. And if you have a strong security posture in that you actually have, for example, a CISO, you have uh, – organized plans in terms of notification um, and are actually up front with your customers in terms of notifying them of a breach and that you actually you know potentially bring in a third party to help you remediate the problem that it turns out that your share price it may take a while but eventually can mm. kind of creep back because mm -hmm. people can see that you're actually doing something mm. if you don't have a strong security posture what we found is and you weren't proactive about remediating this uh, and, and showing empathy for your actual customers that your share price will continue to linger and actually even further go down up to 7% as well. So it turned out after the fact, the way that you react to a breach is almost just as important to yeah. um, you know, g getting actually hacked to begin with. Yeah. Before we move on to the uh, brand reputation impact, I just want to read something, just one sentence, and it'll wrap up this part of the financial impact. It says here in the study, 31% of consumers surveyed say they discontinued their relationship with the company that had a data breach. Ouch. Okay. So that, 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 that kind of in terms of uh, uh, that's part of the financial impact. Let's talk about brand reputation impact, which this is where are the part that I found kind of interesting, Tom, and there are some, some conflicting points of view. So talk to me about brand reputation impact. Yeah. I mean, what we're seeing is is that if you get a letter from uh, one of the companies that you do business with, that two-thirds of, of the people survey say, I have um, – lesser thoughts i have you know i think less highly of this company because of this yeah. now what's happening and we've seen this with the airlines is that remember when the target breach happened right yeah. that people were upset uh, i was personally impacted my my wife shops a lot at target uh -huh. um and but nowadays because of twitter facebook etc it actually can be more amplified with your customers because yeah, right. if you get that letter and your credit card information is stolen because of XYZ, retailer did a poor job of protecting it, what are you going to do? You're going to get on Facebook and you're going to yeah. tell your friends. Absolutely. You're going to get on yeah. Twitter. It and goes. so it's it, yeah. so actually I think the impact on, on Target would have been worse if it happened like this week or this year really uh, and we and yeah. we've clearly seen that you know with the impact on airlines in terms of just stuff going viral as well yeah. so yeah. so there there is a significant increase in terms of people walking with their feet and as you said you know uh, if someone gets a letter 31 percent of or uh, consumers may actually just walk out the door yeah so here's the part that kind of I think depressed me, quite frankly, Tom. And I am speaking with uh, Tom Kemp, and he is the CEO of a company called Centrify, and you can learn more about them. And we're going to talk about potentially how they can help you at centrify.com. I think that's the right uh, website. Is that correct, Tom? Absolutely. Okay, so there's a little bit of, I don't know if a disagreement, but not total agreement between marketing people and IT people in terms of this brand reputation impact. Talk to me about that. Yeah, you know, I think that um, 
that you know clearly the the, the marketing people feel the impact more than than IT people. Mm-hmm. I, I think that um, that there is frustration that marketing people yeah. have that yeah. that maybe at the C level that their bosses just don't understand that what this can do, what the, what the impact can be, and and it all goes to the point where historically it's always been like, hey, if you have a breach, it's a X dollar per record cost associated with it. And then a lot of the people at the C-level say, yep, okay, that's the cost of doing business, just like just normal credit card fraud. Yeah. And, and what, what we're trying to say is is that, you know, yeah, it's it's a $2 million hit. You got to write a check and you move on, a cost of doing business. Uh, and what we're saying is, uh-uh. uh-uh. You know, <laughs> that, that the reality is is that your share price, your market cap is going to go down. And yeah. then the other thing that's happening, I mean, take a look at the Yahoo deal, that, that uh, their their overall value as part of the acquisition by yeah. Verizon yeah. went down significantly. Oh, yeah. But, but they also face – um, the fact that they didn't disclose that breach, yeah. that they now may face, uh, you know, an SEC fine because that is now a material event. So for your listeners that are associated with public companies, it's it's, it's there's also been a marked shift yeah. in that now the government through the SEC expects you to actually notify your investors wow. if something happened. Yeah. as well. Wow. Well, for sake of time, we're going to get into a third. There, there, obviously, tell me the report again and how people can get that. Yeah, it's called The Impact of Data Breaches on Reputation and Share Value. Uh, it is sponsored by Centrify. It was done by the independent group called the Ponymon Institute, and you can download it at www.centrify.com, C-E-N-T-R-I-F-Y.com. I'm Marty Wolf. Stay here for more with Tom Kemp of Centrify. My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big News. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big News' rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bignews.com. Let's talk about customer trust impact. And this also surprised me a little bit. So so talk to me about it. It says customers' expectation for the security of personal information they share with companies is much higher than CMOs and IT practitioners' sense of responsibility. What that's saying is that consumers uh, expect a lot more than what they're getting. Am I right? Yeah, I think at some point, the maybe the IT or the marketers say, hey, if we create a website and our customers log on to it and if their username and password gets stolen, that's kind of their, their problem. And consumers are saying, uh-uh, no way. What we want is if my password does get stolen, I want additional ways that uh, – I can be validated against your website. For example, I want multi-factor authentication. I want more protection so someone can come in and you know mess with my account on your actual website. Um, so I think that you know consumers have a much higher bar while maybe traditionally IT and marketing people says, hey, we created the website. If your password gets stolen, that's your problem. That's not our problem. You deal with it, um, et cetera. Uh, and I think consumers, you know, 
are very frustrated that if their password gets stolen for a given website, I mean, we see this, you know, when people, their their iCloud account, they try to call Apple and it's just, they can't talk to anyone. They can't yeah. get anything to happen as well. Yeah. And so consumers have a much higher bar in terms of what they expect if a security problem does occur with a website, with a, with, with a, with a company, than what maybe internal people think yeah. uh, that their obligations are. It scares the hell out of me, to be honest with you, Tom. Like, whoa, you know, like I'm expecting something and they're not paying that much attention to it. We're only touching the surface, folks, on on the depth of the survey and how important it is for uh, your financial well-being, for your brand reputation, for your customer relationships and, and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, we're only touching the surface. Let's get into some solutions. What should C-suite executives be doing now and how can you help them? And be specific. Sell your heart out, man. Okay. Thank <laughs> you Sell your heart much. out because uh, I want to help them. They need help. Uh, yeah. Public companies, well, private companies. Go for it, man. Absolutely. Well, it turns out that um, the attack vector by the bad guys has really dramatically shifted. It, it turns out that the weakest link uh, to to actually hacking a company is going after users because mm. what they're doing increasingly is trying to fish you and have you actually mm-hmm. type in your username or password mm-hmm. on a fake website. And so it turns out that uh, Verizon actually did a data breach uh, report that kind of complements what we did, and it actually found out that 80% of data breaches involve stolen or compromised credentials. And so what we provide is the ability to actually secure the user because the reality mm. is that users in companies and corporations are facing the same problem that we face uh, as consumers is that we're starting to drown in a sea of passwords mm. as we adopt more SaaS applications, mm-hmm. more mobile, et yeah. cetera. Yeah. You know, each time that there's an app for that, there's another password for that. Yeah. So what we can do is we can deliver a less passwords, we can consolidate, and then we can layer on multi-factor authentication to give users secure single-click access to their apps. And then also address the security of the most important accounts, the privileged accounts that have the keys to the kingdom, the the root accounts, the sysadmin accounts, Mm -hmm. to be able to granularly control those. Because if you look at, like, take a look at the the election, the DNC Podesta, Mm -hmm. that was all because of stolen uh, passwords. Right. And and it's just amazing. And that's that's how that's the attack vector that's happening today. And what we do is within uh, businesses, government agencies, both large enterprises, small enterprises, we're focusing on trying to secure the user, make sure that they don't get hacked, make sure their password doesn't get stolen, layer on additional forms of authentication to really validate it's really me accessing this application. Who's your perfect prospect? Is it a certain size company, publicly traded, uh, private? Is there a perfect prospect that you'd love to hear from? Well, we have 5,000 customers, so that means when you have that many customers, I think even small organizations that may have 100, 200, that they may have a bunch of applications. They use Salesforce for their CRM. They use there Office 365. That's all these usernames and passwords yeah. Um, yeah. out there. But we also sell to large enterprises as well that tend to be more well-regulated. They, they also have to deal with regulatory compliance issues around security. So we actually can sell to every, anyone and everyone. Tell us your website again, and how can they access this uh, survey that we're talking about? Yeah, go 
www.centrify.com, C-E-N-T-R-I-F-Y.com. I think it should be on the homepage right there and just click and just download it and, and, and check it out because I think it's uh, it really will help justify you know, the investment and raise awareness uh, in security. C-suite executives pay, pay close attention. Uh, you know, reach out to uh, Tom Kemp, uh, have your IT person, have your CMO, whoever, somebody. <laughs> reach reach yes. out to protect yourself. This is important stuff, man. So I feel like I'm providing a public service. You know, Tom, the University of Michigan is proud of you, I can tell. <laughs> go blue. So yeah, definitely go, go uh, blue. Definitely Zingerman's is one of the better restaurants in Ann Arbor. I, I'll give you that. So. I'll tell Ari we were chatting. So my guest has been Tom Kemp. He's the co-founder and chief executive officer at Centrify. So Tom, thanks so much for being part of the show. Excellent information, and I hope you get flooded with calls, man. Oh, thanks a lot, Marty. Appreciate Take it. Take care. So you have been listening to the Business Builder Show. I'm your host, Marty Wolf. And again, Tom Kemp has been our special guest. Mr. D.C. Taylor has been alongside of me as my executive producer. So thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. Do you have products you want to sell online? If you aren't selling on Amazon, eBay, Walmart, and your own website, you're not just losing out on revenue, you're falling behind. Channel Apes, young, hungry, driven team can manage your entire operation, product catalog, inventory, orders, and multi-channel expansion. Visit Channel Ape, and that's A-P-E, channelape.com today for a free demo.